The reason people aren't financially free is they don't know what to do and they don't know where to start. I want you to join Joey and I at the Virtual Inner Circle Live April the 4th through the 6th as we share with you the exact answers to those questions. We only do this event one time per year. I don't want you to miss out. Go to westwatwallstreet.com forward slash live and enter promo code podcast. When you're at this event, you're going to get your investor DNA. You're going to get access to up to six different passive income strategies. So you know, leaving this event, exactly what to do, taking our decades of knowledge so that you can start becoming financially free. Go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash live and enter the promo code podcast. So Joey, the, right before we left the land flipping conference, the land geek boot camp in Atlanta, one of the elite coaching students came up to me and asked me this question. I think it's a great question, by the way. It's probably one that we'll get a lot or people are thinking, hey, once I have mastered by one thing that I'm doing, for her, it was land flipping, right? Once I mastered this, I'm at $100,000 a year passive for my land flipping business. I should, kind of this was sort of a question she was asking, I should be now transitioning to investing in other things, right? Sure. What should I do? How do I, how do I determine what that thing is? How would mm. you have responded to her? Well, I would have told her to, to tune into this podcast today. I would say, first of all, you have to find out what sort of investor you are. It's great that you're doing land flipping. That means that tells me that you probably have some sort of sales skill. You love a process and you can follow something through to completion. So you like something that's kind of a proven model. And that's great. Now, what other things match up with that? What other things match up with who you are as an investor? And then secondly, what's your investor buy box? So I think I, that's where, where our conversation today really comes in. So investor buy box, what is an investor buy box? Well, it's similar to what we did at the Land Geek conference, right? We were talking about what is it, if we could draw it up, what is the ideal investment for you, right? What are the components of an investment what would they have to be in order for you to say, yes, this is a 10 out of 10. So you want to just give a couple examples of that? or do you Well, want I just want like to me, like I think this is maybe we probably should stop because otherwise we'll give away the whole show. That's the whole purpose. <laughs> like, again, you have to go on and, and listen to this. But that is the question that she asked me. What is your investor buy box? And I think you summed it up very well. Your investor buy box consists of a lot of things. But if you put them all together, it should be what is the ideal outcome that you want? And I'm going to give you a, a tease. It's not rate of return. Ooh, you're right. It's not rate of return. So let's let's jump in. Hey, by the way, we introed or we introduced a lot of new voices, some of which I did a really poor job of introducing <laughs> at the very beginning. And we're, we're excited to have them joining on. Also, my audio early on was really bad. I apologize for that. If, if it was too bad, just just fast forward. I, I, I have to exit the show um, probably five to 10 minutes in just to reboot my computer and let Joey take over. So please excuse the bad audio. But I do think you'll like the new voices, the new perspectives. And if you don't know what your investor buy box is, this show is going to give you all you need to know. Joey, pull up our chairs to the table and... 
Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now, here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we help you break down complex financial topics so that you can more easily understand them and more importantly, take action on your path to becoming financially free. Is this your first time joining us? Welcome. My name is Russ Morgan. They call me the idea guy. Most because lack of follow through guy or lack of detail guy or the guy who likes to look deeply into the stuff my friends send me just didn't sound so cool to me. But enough about me for a moment. Let me give you to my co-host, my partner, they call him the Italian Stallion. He's got the license plate cover to prove it, Mr. Joey Murray. Stallion, good afternoon. Ah, uh, yes, sir. Man, so glad that we could finally get this podcast started. You know, I, they're just I did I didn't even know if he would get here, man. I was lost. I was, but you found me. Thank you. Lost and now you are found. Man, I, I tell you, that reminds me of a good song. I'm not gonna sing because I want to get the rest of these coaches in here. What do you think? Yeah. What are we talking about today, Joe? I think this is a critical topic. I think it's something that people don't even know exists. And then when they do, they realize everything just got a lot simpler. Building your investor buy box. Mm. And I think, uh, yeah, if you don't have one, buckle up, because we're about to equip you with exactly what you need to do that. All right. Well, I'm excited too. Today's roundtable is expanded, Joe. We've actually brought in a much larger group of minds to help us with this. I didn't even come up with names with them. I'm going to probably have to come up with something on the spot here in a second. But uh -oh. to my left, let me uh -oh. bring in Mr. Incredible. His superpower is speed to financial freedom. The real beauty of that speed is this contagious. My man, J.D. Hill. Say hello to your fans, J.D. Hey, fans. Although it's interesting, I think uh, I only have one fan, and he's sitting right here in front of me, um, and that's Matthew Hammond. Uh, so, hey, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> um, man, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited uh, to be here. Uh, and to to talk about this topic, because uh, I'm going to wing it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make this thing uh, up on the fly, and it's going to be great. Mm. I'm kidding. That's what you don't want to do. That's what you don't want to do is you don't want to wing it. No, we don't. We don't need to wing it, man. We 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 can dig deeply, and that's why we brought in other people to help us, bro. We got the financial Sherlock Holmes of our day. No problem too difficult to solve. If I would have only known him earlier, I'd been so much richer. Mr. Downtown Ernie Brown. Nice to see Ern. And it's good to be seen. Thanks for letting me be here. T tell me, why is building your investor buyback so important? Well, I, I, was, I was thinking about when I was picking out my bride and the, the list of, of things that I hoped for in a wife. And I thought about completely on a different level. You and I rest. We we like nice shoes. I have I have certain requirements for shoes, but when it comes to investments, how much criteria is there for the average person that they'd put together for for their investments, or does it only revolve around rate of return? Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a, a myth out there that believes that that's the case. So I think we'll break that down in a second. But let, let me let me swing around to the retiree of the group. Mr. Catch me if you can. He's not killing bears with his bare hands. He's right here. 
slinging gold nuggets, the one and only Mark Caraguchi. Welcome, Mark. Good afternoon. You know, I, I, if we're talking about, you know, an investor buy box, I kind of feel like Brick in uh, Anchorman. You know, I like investor buy box. Um, I like lamp. <laughs> <laughs> what well, do you like about it, Mark? <laughs> I I enjoy the, the the simplicity and if if you do it right, if if you, if you come from the right place, if you've got the right plan in place, then the investor buy box really makes life so much simpler. Um, I, I liken it to you know going to Costco. Um, if you walk in without a list, oh, that is a uh, it's a bad day at the checkout counter. But if you go in with a purpose and you've got a list and you've got a plan and you stick to that plan. Uh, you can make it out with just one item because I have done it. So it's, it's, it's possible to leave Costco with just one item. Mm. Well, I'm grateful that um, we, we have more people to help answer this question. That was good. But let me swing back over to the automated budget expert of the room. This is our new coach, first timer in the room, if you will. Everybody uh, give a big hand for Mr. Eric Huston. Welcome, Eric. Man, thank you so much. Holy smoke. I can't believe it. I've made it on a Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Couldn't be happier to be here. Oh, man. Pumped hey, up. It, we're, we're talking about investor buy box. Why do you think this is so important? Well, it's, uh, it's super important because I think what it does is it helps remove the emotion of the moment. Sort of think back to what Ernie said a while ago about when he was picking out a spouse that it was important for that spouse to meet the things that were important that matched his values and that sort of thing. And thinking, well, I'm glad my wife didn't have an investor buy box when she said yes to me. She just fell prey to my salesmanship and just got caught up in the moment. And so, uh, you know, it can work both ways. Uh, that's music to my ears. And speaking of music, man, we got the one of the more musically talented people to join the show. He's he's This is a threefer. I think this is the third time you've been on the show. Everybody give a hand to Mr. Matthew Hammond. Welcome, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to finally be on the other side of the camera for the round table, man. This is uh, this is surreal. If I do say so myself, <laughs> what do you, what do you think so important about building your investor buy box? Well, I don't know about you guys, but I, I have a day job. I'm not retired like uh, Mr. Haraguchi over there. Uh, so I am very limited on my time uh, that I'm able to devote to my investing. And uh, so so I, I need that buy box so that I can eliminate all the time wasted on looking at investment opportunities that are not a good fit for me. So I'm able to, uh, to use my time, what little time I have effectively. Hmm. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to hand over really quickly to Joey. Joey, I want you to kind of lead this for a second because it's tough for me when we have this many people on the show to be able to keep track of where we hmm. should go next. So why don't you lead um, and, and help us understand how to get the most out of this concept? Absolutely. So first of all, I think it would be great if we could define a buy box. Like it's good to have, like say the name investor buy box sounds interesting. What would you guys just real quick, maybe just one person, JD, um, I'll just put you on the spot. Just define what does that even mean to have an investor buy box? So my oldest son, uh, his name is Noah. And uh, anytime I ask him uh, if we're out and about, hey, what do you want to eat? He knows his buy box. And that is the cheeseburger plain and dry. And he doesn't deviate. So it doesn't matter if it is in and out, if it's Whataburger, 
Um, but he knows he wants a cheeseburger plain and dry. And as he gets older, you know, he's expanding from the junior to the, to the, to the bigger burgers. Sure. Um, but a buy box is just that, right. It is knowing exactly what you're after because you know what it is that you want, right. It's clarity on where you're going because you know, the end result that you're going to get from that. Um, and so, so that's what your buy box is, is, is your, 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 um, you've already defined what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And then you've put those items inside that box or inside of that criteria that are going to help you get to what you want. So it not only defines what you are looking for, also the things that you're not looking for and makes it where you, you just, you can go ahead and go straight forward and focus. Um, by the way, just side note, did your kids ever call it water burger, like water burger? Never. Cause they can read. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, it, yikes. It, no. yikes. <laughs> I'm just saying like I'm just my saying, three listen, and four year olds throw that out. I'm just not well, expecting them to be, you know, we're, we're from Texas, right? Spelling so, dynamos. Right. Right. So it's definitely what a burger. Uh, right. Cause that's, <laughs> that's the whole emphasis of like, what a burger. You know what I mean? <laughs> no doubt. All right. So getting back on track, three main points, I think that we can, we can take away from today, starting off with the vision and the goal right? Because you just mentioned our buy box starts with that. Secondly, what are the components of a buy box that we should be considering? And then three, what do we do when we change that box to fit our growth, right? What are the, maybe the seasons of a buy box, if that's maybe another way to say the same thing. And we can even talk about some of the myths that go along with those. But first, just talk about vision and goal for a second. Ernie, I'm going to lean on you to get us started here. What uh, would you say is the, the vision and the goal behind a buy box. Well, uh, well, you mentioned a thing about myths there. And, and I think, what are we trying to accomplish with a buy box? Why do we need this? Well, we might think in the back of our minds that these, that, th- that this buy box is only for major corporations or these things are only to be used by billionaires. But the thing that I would say that to, to your point about vision and goals is yeah. Billionaires have goals. Corporations have goals. (laughs) Don't you listening to this have goals? Don't you have a vision for what you want to create in your life? And so if this is a tool being used by them, why wouldn't you also want to use a similar tool to help guide your decisions? Great point. Great. Yeah. I think you hear the term buy box. It may have this connotation that it's just, this is out of my league and that's not the case, right? Um, Eric, I want to come to you next on this. What would you say is, is critical about having the vision and goal of a buy box or maybe some examples that, you know, yeah, to dovetail sort of on what Ernie said, you know, most of us, even harkening back to Matthew, we may have less time or less money or less, um, uh, margin for error. And so creating this buy box really makes sure that we hone in on exactly what our needs, wants, goals, and desires are for our investing. So just exactly to Ernie's point, it's almost more important for those of us who have not reached that um, that large corporate status or even that billionaire status, but those of us who are scratching and clawing to get to find freedom to make sure we have as few misses as possible. Joey, I think that's what a buy box helps us do. Oh, no doubt. Now, I'm going to bring it back to something here personally, um, just to make it very practical how does this work in a marriage, right? I just was on a call with one of our inner circle members yesterday 
and he asked me a very simple question. He's like, what, a, what do you do when you and your wife are talking about an investment? You're kind of for it. She's kind of against it. Like, how, what do you, how do you, how do you kind of get through that? And I said, well, that's where the buy box comes in. And I just, I, I zoomed back and I said, what is your vision together of what you're trying to accomplish? And from that, if you can have a vision of what that looks like, then you can start picking the components of what goes into that buy box so that whenever the investment comes up, you're no longer having this emotional conversation about, well, I like this, I don't like this. It's what did we agree on beforehand that we both are excited about or both want to see happen? And how does this hold up against it? Now it's very objective, right? That's what the buy box, the, the vision allows you both to be aligned with. So that's how I kind of, I think about the buy box. Um, now, Matthew, I wanted to get your take on this before we move into some of the components and, uh, and maybe we can let, you know, Russ in on some of those. I don't know if, if he's ready or not, but we'll do that. Matthew, go ahead. Yeah. Just speaking, uh, speaking to the myth about it only being for billionaires. I mean, um, like, like Ernie said, you know, I mean, billionaires have goals. Well, even though I'm not a billionaire, why can't I have goals too? And so, you know, I, I use, I use my buy box to understand the deals that I'm looking at so that I can reach those goals. Because if I don't understand the deals that I'm looking at, then, you know, if my goal is to make money and I don't understand the deal that I'm looking at, how in the world am I going to uh, understand how that, how the deal actually makes me any money? So, so uh, that's, a uh, that's how I use, that's how I use buy boxes. That's why, um, for, for my vision, for my goals. Perfect. Got it. So, so let's talk about the components for a second. Like what would, what do you need to start thinking about if you're building your buy box right now and, and compare it to, this is the challenge that I'll have. Most people, if they don't have a buy box, it's, it's got a singular focus in it. It's got one component and that is the rate of return. Like that's the myth is that rate of return is king. And that's the only thing that matters when looking at investments. And I'm going to say by the end of this podcast, you're going to be challenged to think, wow, there's way more I should be considering. And that's these components. So Russ, I know you're itching to jump in here. What would you say to that, that point in particular? So you say rate rate of return is not important, Joey? No, I'm saying it's not the only thing. What are the other components you you've put into your buy box or that others should be considering? Well, I mean, here's what I would say is don't take my component, take your own. But also when I'm looking at the components, the first thing is, can I influence it? Can I influence the outcome of the deal that I'm investing in? I want to be hands-on with opportunities. I want to be able to give some level of marketing or management oversight to the project to see its return. Because we're at a point, Joe, as you know, where we don't have to do the deal for the money, we're doing the deal for the interest of what we're getting out of it. So for me, it has to do with whether or not I can influence the outcome. What about for you, Mark? I say the investor DNA. And, and the reason I say that is you're, even, even if you're, you're, you're still sharpening up your goals, your investor DNA is gonna allow you to sidestep opportunities that you just don't even wanna bother spending any time looking at. If you are not the one wanting to get the phone call at two in the morning because somebody can't find where the lockbox code is, the, the toilet's overflowing or whatever other problem it is, well, 
if you already know your investor DNA, you know that you don't even have to look at some of those deals right now in that light. And so you can skip, spend your time on the ones that are going to be better aligned with things that are going to fit how you want to invest. And so that's why I would say your investor DNA has to be something that you should strongly consider bringing into your, your search criteria. Russ, I remember my dad specifically say to me, Joey, you got to go to college. I don't want you to end up like me. And you know what my dad was saying is in order for things to change, things have to change. You can't end up just like me. Well, I think, I mean, we, we, as parents, sometimes we take on the burden thinking about our kids and, and how we want something better for them. And we want to know what will their future look like if I don't take action, if I don't do something different. See, in my house, I'm the role model. You're your kid's role model. And the buck stops with you. It's time to take action. If you're ready to take action, join us at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport and get started on your own journey to financial freedom. All right, let's jump back into this episode. How about for you, Ern? Well, this is bringing up in my mind, there's things that we want in a deal and there's things that we don't want in a deal. One of those things that we don't want or that we want to take an assessment of is in the, in the buy box, an assessment of the risks involved in the deal. The big, the big macro risks that, uh, that, that exist. And then, and then the personal risks in, in the deal, the, the, the company that's with the, the, the person offering the deal, the, the type of leverage, the type of capital in the deal, uh, those types of things to, to look at, to make sure that you can, that the, that the reason for gain is great, is, is greater than the, than the risk of loss. And so that way you can clearly understand what you're looking at. Matthew, what do you feel like you've learned by building your investor buy box so far? Man, when I first, uh, when I first started in investing, uh, naturally, I, I would imagine it's pretty similar for everybody. The number one thing I looked at was how much money am I going to make from the investment? Right. And that was, that was pretty much the extent of my buy box starting out. And uh, I learned very, very quickly that uh, regardless of the amount of money I make from that investment, the IRS is going to come and try to take some of that money. <laughs> and so, uh, as much so as you'll I, give them, that's exactly it. as much that's as I'm willing limit. to give them, or I should say as much as they demand <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I, my buy box evolved very quickly to include the tax implications in whatever investment that I'm looking at. And, uh, even better if I can find investments that actually have tax benefits in addition to the returns. Um, and so that's, uh, that has been a, a very, very strong influence on my buy box over, over the recent, recent months of investing for sure. Stallion, you, you've been quiet so far in this, this part, what would you say? Well, I'll say this. Um, I think immediate cash flow is the most important thing for me. And there's other things that I, I value, but that's the, the first one. And I'll give this example of the power of being in the right rooms with the right people help make your buy box mature very quickly. And I give this example earlier this year, we had somebody come in and speak about RV parks in our passive income mastermind. And as you know, I've been talking about cousin Eddie, the RV, but took this major trip with my family. I'm all in the RVs. I love it. And so I was just excited 
about the idea of investing in these up and coming like RV resorts that this guy was putting together. I totally missed the fact that the cash flow doesn't start for 18 to 24 months in his fund. And not to mention the tax benefits were pretty much minimal to no, nothing. And it didn't come out until all of us in the mastermind kicked the guy out of our, our call and we started talking about it, right? Like, hey, what do you, how would you rate this on a scale of one to 10? And I started hearing people throw out five out of 10, six out of 10. And I was just shocked. I was like, wait a minute. I, everybody isn't on board with this. I thought this was a no brainer. And then they started pointing out things that I should have been paying attention, but I was kind of emotionally bought into the idea without thinking about the details. And so anyway, immediate cash flow number one, number two, man, being around people, there's so much value being in their inner circle and being in the, the mastermind for this very reason of maturing your buy box. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna call on the person that we didn't spend a whole lot of time introducing at the very beginning, kind of auditing this. But I know Jamie, as an investor, you've spent a lot of time analyzing deals, and through that, you've come up with probably a couple really specific criteria for your own personal deals. What would go as a component into your investor buy box that maybe these guys haven't touched on yet? Yeah. So I think it depends on what I'm looking at. So, I mean, I typically focus in the real estate space. And so I'll just use like a Burr house for an example. I mean, for me on that buyback box, I have to be able to cash out refinance it at 70% of loan to value, you know, when I get done with the rehab and I need it to cash flow at least $200 a month um, on that property once I rent it. So, I mean, that's a very kind of specific goal. I can play in a range of uh, property values as long as that property meets that goal and I know I can get my money out and I'm going to make money on, on renting it. It checks that box. Love that. How about, how about for you, Eric, round us off here on this uh, as we, we talk about what components go into your investor buy box. Yeah. I have a little story about a buy box moment when I was first married at 20, uh, it was my wife's birthday. And so uh, my buy box was, well, all I need to do is take her out to dinner. But at that time, Denny's was offering free dinner on your birthday. Come on. And so 100%. I, I'm like, oh, I have nailed this. I'm going to take her to dinner, check all three. My buy box I thought was complete. I later learned that you need to include your partner in your buy box because I was completely wrong about some of the uh, things that should have been in my buy box. But I think you're saying uh, it wasn't a grand slam. It was. <laughs> 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 um, we've been 32 years this year and I still hear about it. So I'll just leave that part at that. Mm. Um, but I, I think an important uh, component to a buy box is, is this going to be a passive investment or if this is going to be active, you know, what am I looking for? Am I looking to actually participate in something or do I have more money than time and I need to be completely passive? Mm. I, I love that. So here's, here's where we are. I'm going to catch everybody up. So we're, we're talking about, how do we build our own investor buy box? And, and we've already said from the very beginning that the, the buy box is not like just something that's this hypothetical big idea that only those who are super rich are going to do, nor is it only about rate of return. There's a lot more to it. But what I want to know, JD, is can you change your buy box as time goes on? Or is it always set it and forget it? Well, I, I would suspect... Um it would change and evolve, right? I know our buy box has certainly changed and evolved as we've become more experienced and more comfortable with what we're doing. 
Um, and so, you know, for example, when, when we first started getting into real estate, we had a particular buy box of the, the type of house we were trying to buy. Um, you know, we were looking at obviously certain dynamics of days on market, particular markets and those types of things. Uh, and that is, you know, since grown and evolved to, to now, you know, we're, we're looking at doing, uh, land subdivides, you know, we've also added short-term rentals into our portfolio. Uh, and so our buy box has certainly grown and evolved as we've gotten more knowledgeable and more experience with the things that we're, we're, we're doing. So it's built, um, you know, on top of itself and, and continue to stack and grow from there. Hmm. How about for you, Mark, is it set it and forget it, or do you see it changing? So even, even Ron Papil with the Ron co cooker, even after he said it and forgot about it, he still had to go back to it. So he still had to remember. Uh, yes, for me, it definitely changes. Um, I, I had a, a phone call with a, a gentleman who was asking, why on earth did you invest in ATM machines? You could have gotten so much more rate of return on all these other things. And I said, that's a great question, but I'm disappointed you didn't ask me why. Like, what was my purpose? What was my drive? What was actually my buy box, if you will? And at that time, my buy box was to replace active income. So I was heavily focused on cash flow. So all of the deals that I was looking for, that I was structuring towards, had to move in that end very aggressively. I said, but now that I've satisfied the, the passive income to replace my active income, now my buy box has shifted because yeah, cash flow is definitely going to be a factor. But now it also has to bring in, like Matthew said, now it's got to bring in some tax benefits. Now I can look at downrange appreciation as being part of the buy box. Whereas a couple of years ago, the buy box was specifically cash flow in order to get things moving. Well, here's what I know, Joey, as we have continued to expand our network as evident just by our roundtable right here, getting much, much larger, bringing in new voices, right? Bringing in new ideas, new perspectives, oftentimes challenging what I thought was true, which is hard for me, right? Because I don't like to say I'm wrong. I mean, I had to say it early as we started this podcast by doubting that you and Ernie had given me the right information. You had, I was wrong, doubting that my audio was bad. It must've been you guys wrong, right? But new input, new network gives me insight that I never thought of. We said this earlier, and I love repeating this. It was said in our Passive Income Mastermind that when you're around people whose goal behavior is their normal behavior or your goal behavior is their normal behavior, it gives you a completely different outlook on how things work. And as I have been able to take in other people's insight, other people's information, it has allowed us to grow our passive income report from a couple of items to more than 10 now. And I continue to see the opportunity happen. You know, Jamie's talking about the Burr method. That's obviously got me excited. You know, we're we're gonna have to figure out how to get involved in that. Matthew's over here investing in the Smoky Mountains. He's looking at deals at the beach, right? I mean, these are these are fun things. How can we get involved in more things? Well, it happens when you have a network of people, someone you can reach out and ask a question so that they have the experience. Instead of if you're sitting in a space right now and you're trying to figure out what your investor buy box is and you go ask someone, hey, what's your investor buy box? And they go, I don't know. And you say, well, oh, well, I don't know what mine should be, right? Then that's when you know you're in the wrong room. You got to be somewhere where they go, well, here's what mine is. Here's why mine is and challenge you on yours. 
So gentlemen, I, I could go around this table for a long, long time, but I know we're out of time, mostly because I just spent most of it talking. I'm gonna, I want to take one last point and give it final thought. Mark, you're up first. Wow, I yeah, did not see that one coming. Uh, apparently that was not in my buy box, um, is buying the uh, first spot on the final thought. Final thought for me, buy box gang, is you've got to invest in yourself so that you can have a better idea of what you actually wanna start getting into because there's no sense trying to figure out what to buy if you don't even know why you're wanting to get certain things. So get back to basics, what's your goal? And then grab an investor DNA and then let's, let's figure out what things can fit into that, that buy box for you. Matthew, final thought. Yeah, I just think uh, when it comes to your buy box, uh, once you establish it, especially early on in your investment journey, uh, as I did, um, don't be afraid to evolve uh, because, you know, early on my buy box was somewhat dictated to me because I had very limited access to capital. But as I, as I got more education through this community on how to access capital, um, my buy box developed. So, uh, so don't be afraid to evolve with your buy box and, uh, and take those extra risks. Love that. Eric, final thought. Uh, a few years ago, Tony Robbins wrote a book, Unshakable. And in the book, he talks about uh, a level one problem is a big problem to a level one person. Mm. But if you're a level five person, then a level one problem, you know, is not that big a deal. So what I think everybody's doing that listeners round table is they're trying to level up. And so here's the challenge to you, the Baba now for you, you should do it this week, level up. It's time to level up in your finances and in your investing. And uh, we can help you do that. Love that. Earn. A question that I would I would pose to put inside of the buy box is, is it good? Is it good? And what I mean by that is, are you able to articulate why the asset that you're buying is valuable and the value that it brings to the marketplace? If it sounds good and you're pitched this great return and these great benefits, but you don't understand it, you're not able to articulate why it's good, you might be in trouble. And the second thing that I mean by, is it good, is for me personally, when I get to 200% passive income to monthly expenses, I want to involve my buy box to where the things that I'm investing in, whether it be products, services, or experiences, I want it to be good for people, for the place. And I want to invest in doing more good in the world and, and champion that over rates of return cash flow and super excited to build to build my portfolio to where my buy box can adapt to that model. That's that's so cool. Eric was telling me earlier at lunch today about an investment that we were jointly in that donates food to a children's home uh, up in Canada. I didn't even know that. I'm like, man, that just makes me more excited to be in the deal, right? So when your investor buy box is benefiting others as much as it's benefiting you or better, that's an amazing thing. JD, final thoughts. My final thoughts are, uh, I think it's it's important that you understand um, what you're what what what's it what you're putting in your buy box, uh, because it's very easy to get distracted with shiny objects. Uh, I lost money investing in crypto because I had no idea what I was doing and I was following someone else into that, into that play. And, uh, if I would have stuck to, you know, what was actually in my buy box, I would not have uh, likely made uh, that particular investment. And so I think it's important that you don't follow other people into things. 
uh, and that you you stay inside of the things that you've defined for yourself that's going to help you get to, to financial freedom. I love that. All right, Jamie, I'm going to give you a chance for final thought. I'm sorry I didn't introduce you well at the beginning of the show. Jamie O'Brien. Again. You're good. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm going to keep mine kind of real, real simple. And hopefully this, this makes sense to everyone. But if you don't know what you're looking for, you're probably never going to find it. Hmm. Right. So take that for what you will. Love that. All right, Stallion, uh, bring it home, my friend. Man, uh, let me just say this. If you, if you don't invest in yourself and in your education and be getting around other people, who are leveled up, as Eric said, you're going to be very limited in what that buy box can be and certainly what the results will be. Um, I just think back to when I first started in this kind of, this kind of path, the only thing I knew was mortgage because that's all I had done. And so I started doing private lending, which wasn't bad, by the way, it wasn't bad. I actually, I think there was some value in doing something that I knew and understood. That's a lesson learned. But once I actually did those and I look back a year into those private notes, I realized, man, that is not a good long-term play for me. Like I want the velocity of my money to come back faster so that I can go do other deals, not be stuck in a deal for 15 years. So my time horizon shifted in my buy box. And what I'm saying is when did those things start to really make a difference was when I got around other investors and started seeing what else was out there. I'm going to call you right now to get on a call with one of these coaches, right? They're going to help you know what your right next thing is. And if that involves the inner circle, which is what we're doing live right now in front of them, you, we want you to join us here because this is where you're going to continue to get that buy box expanded and borrow from our experience so that you don't have to go through the same things we've done. Go to wealthofthatwallstreet.com forward slash free call and uh, jump on a call with one of these guys. Right now, if you typed in buy box on Google, it would take you to maybe one of two conversations, both of them revolving around which single family rental property should you buy? What its size is, what price range it's going to be in, because it's very narrow. This is a topic, if you've heard, as each one of these coaches go around and share a different insight from time horizon to experience to capital, there's so many different opportunities that's out there. The, the investing world is so big. It's way bigger than just single family rental property. Not that that's a bad one, but just know that there's a lot of them. Build your investor buy box based upon what you hope to get out of it. And then it allows you to every deal that meets it to go fast instead of being the the person riding down the road on the interstate with their brake lights on with nobody in front of them because you know they're riding with one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake and it's because they're confused about what's happening don't be confused get your buy, buy box and start investing now as always we appreciate you joining the show if you haven't already had a chance please like rate and review the show that's how others can find it have an amazing day this has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.